0: the Carpool Theology. Join Alex, Shauna, and Grace, that's me, as we hit the road to discover who we are in light of who God is. Along the way, we'll be joined by friends, authors, and community leaders to discuss the intersection of faith and action and have a ton of fun while doing it. So grab a coffee, jump in the car with us, and let's roll. What up? What, what up, what up, what, up, what, up,
1: what up, again? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Carpool,
0: Carpool theology.
1: theology. Oh, we're missing our. Burr, 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 burr. Today we are without Alex, and we don't even have Alex on a stick. Not even Alex on a stick. I am going to give you one guess of
0: who our crafty one is. <laughs> <laughs> also, our tech support. Also, she the crafty is not one. in the car. Also, our graphic currently. designer. She's multifaceted mm-hmm. talent. Yes. Uh, we're missing her today. She has some family things going on, and so you mm-hmm. know, Shauna and I gave ourselves a solid two hours this morning just to set up the cameras. If you're watching on mm-hmm. YouTube, so you're welcome, y'all.
1: Yeah, you would think, oh, are there eight cameras? Are there four? Are there twenty cameras? No, there are three cameras. <laughs> and have we been doing this for eight months? Yeah. 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 We have. We have. Yeah.
0: But who are we without Alex? Just two girls with two hours setting up three cameras. <laughs> That is the truth. That is the That's truth. That's all we are. Oh, uh, my gosh. It has been a wild and woolly summer. Yes. We've we, had a lot going on. Yeah. We, uh, the Jason episode, Melissa episode, we filmed those a while ago. So I was watching the Melissa
1: episode, and we have coats on. I know. <laughs> I saw that. It was I was cold. literally in this car with my daughter, Emma, the other day, yesterday, I think, and I'm like... Remember when you, we used to use seat warmers,
0: <laughs> right? Literally. And, and she's barely. like barely seat. Yes. <laughs> seat coolers. I know, right? Oh my gosh. So it's been a minute. It has. I'm not going to lie, Shauna. I feel a little rusty.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like the tin man on wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. Know. Makes me yeah.
0: Happy. yeah. But little, you know what you know my oil is a uh, little cup of joy. Uh, mm. we are so grateful.
1: Getting back at
0: it. Yeah, we're back at it. We uh, visited our local Cup of Joy this morning to Shauna and I, because we're just a bunch of tower rats out here. That we are. Got our Cup of Joy this morning. We're excited.
1: Driving in the shady trees of Van Ness Avenue. Yep. Um, Yeah, Shauna, how was your summer? Um, My summer was great. We went to... Okay, so here's the thing. Like Our dynamic is is the best it is one of my favorite things who's dynamic ours oh me and you me you and alex okay i'm talking like she's in the car because (laughs) she's in my heart yeah and so i will be 45 next month And my friends are a lot younger than me. And every now and then I say or do something that ages me like incredibly.
2: I don't understand that at all. And
1: it is, it's actually like, I could feel very like meh about it, but I actually feel quite delighted. Beautiful. Um, So Sean and I this summer did a very old person thing. We went on an Alaskan cruise. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's old. that's older than me
1: <laughs> we were by far the young people there amazing like, we were like we were like the young blood in that on that ship but it was <laughs> it was so fun i got to see a, a pot of orcas frolicking at the base of a dormant
0: volcano yeah
1: nice
0: what is my life
1: yeah it was fantastic
0: i feel like cruise people have got like we make fun of them but like they've got it figured out mm-hmm. honestly i can't argue with that
1: yeah logic. It is a no way you unpack one time, mm-hmm. right? And you sleep in the same bed all week, yeah, and you see all these different different things. Yeah,
0: it's, it's great. great. Yeah, twenty four seven pizza. To be the youngest
2: person on the boat.
0: Yeah, feel really yeah. They're about like, that. "Oh, are you youngsters!" I know. So sweet. That's I so up awesome. To the I know. I loved all your um, orca videos. It was really fun. Made my really heart fun. sing. You
1: now, with all of that and nature goodness that I experienced, yeah. I feel like it's just a little drop in the bucket to what your summer held. Tell us all about it.
0: No, honestly, I feel like I had a very chill summer. We did one trip, really. We went to San Diego, did a couple like California trips like Avila here and there, Mm -hmm. Um, did Yosemite, you know, fun things like that. Um, But really the creme de la creme of my summer was, it was nine months in the making. I got to see Taylor Swift at SoFi Stadium. Yeah, I know. The Thank you. Herself. Thank you. Your claps are appreciated.
1: As the mirror ball dances on your face.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a jealous clap. Know. It's a jealous clap.
0: I know. You guys <sighs> I I am that girl that's gonna talk about it because and I'm sorry, you can Good. all just skip ahead. Yeah. Those listening if you, you know, are a hater. It's fine. Um there's room for you. There's room for in you. In the back here. of the
1: car. Yeah, kind truck. of. In the truck.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. I've been describing it as a fever dream because I just—it was amazing. I loved it. It was my second time seeing her. I'd seen her back in 2018, mm. and yeah, this was a thousand other levels. She's grown, and she's grown into a whole person, whole other person whole since then. Whole other person. Seventy thousand people. Oh. Three and a half hours, wow. and so much glitter. So much glitter. I saw your outfit. So many friendship bracelets were traded.
1: Oh, I love that. Tell me about that. um, The camaraderie. Yeah, the culture of the friendship bracelet. I
0: feel like that's new this year. Is it new? Yeah, so it's from a song that is from her new album Mm. called You're On Your Own, Kid. I love that song. And she says, make the friendship bracelets. Take the moment and taste it. Like. She essentially celebrates girlhood. I had not put that together. Yes. And so that is why the friendship bracelets were traded. So I spent a solid two weeks before the trip and it was so great. We, it was like my knitting, I'd like sit there at night, have a show on or a podcast. And I just sit there making (laughs) friendship friendship bracelets. bracelets. Honestly, it was kind of therapeutic. I feel like I need to, you know, take up some type of hobby now, like Mm -hmm. crocheting or, you know, it was great. Then you could go on the cruise. Right? <laughs> then I'm fully ready for the cruise.
2: I did have a friend
1: who taught me how to crochet one time. And it was really fun until, like, I put it away. And then I would get it back out. Like, oh, I want to do this again. Could not for the life of me forget. I remember forget. how to do it. And I, can't, I don't know how to, like, turn a corner. So I've just got one big long. i got the longest scarf you've ever <laughs> witnessed in all your days.
0: That's really good. I love it.
1: It's a bungee cord. Uh, my <laughs> hot take 85 times.
0: My hot take for this car ride, and we'll okay. just let it sit here in the air. Okay. Maybe we'll hear it back from the people. Oh, okay. But Taylor Swift is the pop icon of my generation. Mm, that's all okay. I'm going to say. If you have to fight that or argue with it, we can talk later, but it was How great. How could you fight that, though? I know. That's
2: zero oh, argument. I've had
0: multiple people come for me. What are the opposing views? Um, basically that she's like, kind of like, it's like people don't really like her music.
2: Whatever.
0: Exactly. People are free to be wrong. That's right. If you want to come for me, come for me in the DMs. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we are so excited, you guys, to intro our guest today in the car. She is a author, speaker, teacher, and now she is directing a discipleship and care ministry at her church up in the bay. Everyone, please welcome mm. to the car
1: miss Ms. Patty, Patty prone.
0: Prone. Oh,
2: you got it. and also mother so, of four. Good
1: to be yes.
0: here. Yeah,
2: actually six if you include my um,
0: oh yeah
2: my son-in-law and daughter-in-law. Yes. I love yeah, the married dearly, like like almost I like gave birth to them.
0: Oh, yeah. we love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they're, yeah they're I gave
0: cool people. I gave you a little intro, Patty, but yeah, tell us a little bit more. Tell us about <gasps> who you are, your kids, and um, yeah, your life. It's so funny how there's always that quick like.
2: I am who I'm married to, who my kids are, but mm. you know, I I love Jesus. How about that? Mm. We'll start there, and yeah. I can't get over the fact that he loves me. Mm. So we'll start there, and then that kind of led to meeting my husband. So I have been married 30... Okay, Jeff, don't kill me. 36?
0: <laughs> we had the
2: opposite problem in our marriage. He mm. remembers dates and I don't. Okay, so th- I think 36 years to my boyfriend. And it really confuses people when I introduce it that way. I <laughs> I'm cheating on my husband, but he is my boyfriend and my husband. Yeah, we have four kids. They range 34 to 25,
1: mm.
2: and two of them are married. So we have a daughter-in-law and three littles with our son and daughter-in-law. And we have a son-in-law married to our daughter, Olivia. Yeah, then we have Aubrey and Emmeline.
1: Mm.
0: Or so two that
2: we get to keep closer, because no no boy has stolen them. <laughs> okay, no, I feel like they'll
1: have to fight me first. Yes, <laughs> we probably we'll keep Aubrey
2: forever. No boy mm. is going to. Besides yeah. her daddy. So
0: yes.
2: Yep. So Aubrey's severely disabled. So she lives with us, and we're her caregivers.
1: She just she's, had a birthday, right?
2: Yep. Just turned 31. Mm. Life changer. Changes every life she touches. Mm. And for the good. We can't all say that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. We uh, cannot all say that. And
2: then our youngest, Emma had came to us through interracial adoption. And she is the bravest woman I know. Mm. I tell people that all the time. And it's absolutely true. Yeah. Well, stunner. So she's a stunner. And she's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that,
1: too. I, inside and
2: out, Oh, really. Yes. She's even prettier <laughs> on the inside. Her outsides are Pretty amazing <laughs> uh,
0: my, tell us about your your new adventure a little bit about your transition right now mm-hmm. and what you're doing now at your new church
2: yeah i feel like the lord just keeps moving me up the state of california i mm-hmm. i uh grew up in southern california and became a believer there uh as a late teen met my husband who's from here so we've been in the valley for 34 years wow um, moved up here with a two-week-old that was fun And then, uh, so we've lived here 34 years, 21 years in our last home, raised our kids there and I am packing it up right now and saying goodbye to my house tonight. So if I get a little weepy, there you go. Mm. Um, yeah, the Lord just did some stirring in our hearts about this potentially last season of ministry of our lives as we're getting older. Like, Lord, where would you have us go? What, what would you have for us in this next season? and kind of open hands and open hearts and some pretty wild events orchestrated, including this church reaching out to me, a church I'd never heard of, um, through a mutual friend and so we just felt the pull to pray and be open and seek wise counsel and so we are going from Fresno north to moving into the East Bay, we move into a new home. I get keys tomorrow, girls. Wow. wow. I get the keys tomorrow and the movers come next week. So That's awesome. it's, a, it's a beautiful transition, super grateful. It's wild, crazy, and it's also super sad. Yeah. Um, as I have, see my shirt? <laughs> loved, loved Fresno, and more than that, Fresno has loved us so well. Mm. Um, it has been an amazing place to raise our kids. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to say goodbye. Yeah. It's hard to
1: say goodbye. So Patty, we are working through this, uh, series on discipleship, which the more we worked into it, we have, uh, discovered that that word comes with a lot of baggage, (laughs) um, good and bad, right. For sure. Um, but a lot of different definitions too. And as someone who has been about the business of being discipled and discipling others, How do you define that for the most? Like what's your working definition? You don't have to like put your seal of approval on it, but like what is, what
2: do you think about when you think about discipleship? Well, I think my history would be interesting. So I, one of the things I realized becoming a believer late in high school, the gal that led me to Christ basically said I was a Christian a week. And she said, okay, it's time to start discipling. And I was like, (laughs) what does that even mean? Disciple wedding. And she said, you know, get a group of, a group of friends, and get around the word. I'm like, what's the word? She was like, that's the Bible. (laughs) So I just did. I grabbed a couple friends. I went went big, asked the cheerleading squad to come over, which was really scary, (laughs) because you know what's going to happen to your reputation then. Um, So I invited the whole cheerleading squad over to my house, opened the Bible, read a passage, somebody became a Christian. Mm. Um, It was phenomenal. So Mm. to me, my salvation and discipleship word hand in hand. Yes. Okay. There was no break. There was no pause. There was no program. Um, thankfully I was led to Christ by somebody who sees the two as one, which Mm. I really do believe we shouldn't be separating them. What I found in ministry is tons of people who have prayed prayers, walked aisles, um, or maybe just somewhere, you know, knelt next to a bed in their own, of their own heart and Mm. lives and gave their lives to Christ, but have never really grown, Mm. never really seen how the word and life intersect in a way that is powerful and life transforming. So for me, that became became a passion to see, especially women, but women and men like set fire by Mm. God's word Mm -hmm. and the life and ministry of Jesus and the gospel. So, so all that to say, I would say for me, Discipleship is 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 leaning into the words of Jesus as authoritative, and of course that would be all of Scripture, um, but but resting on the grace of Jesus as um, and, and the gospel, the good news of salvation. Mm. So and then walking that out relationally and holistically. So what does it look like then to to honor God's word as authoritative and life giving mm. within the context of grace alone, faith alone, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. have that be deeply interrelational as well as holistic, impacting every area of my life. Mm. Does that make sense? So when I look at discipleship relationships and the people who've discipled me and I've discipled, my hope is that as we go, Mm -hmm. wherever we're going, um, but it doesn't become legalism either. It's all within this, the beauty, uh, Jesus Christ yeah. is his grace.
0: It's mm-hmm. a get to, right? Yes, because yeah. we
2: really change out of worship. Mm-hmm. To me, worship is how we change. So when we are in awe of Jesus' words, when we're in awe of his presence, when we're in awe that, like I said, I've never gotten over that he actually loves me. Mm-hmm. When we are in awe that we are invited into this life-giving um, truth, this mm-hmm. worldview that the scriptures show us, mm-hmm. this story that we belong in. Um, then change comes because I'm worshiping. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a get to exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a carrot, not a stick. And Mm. that to me has always been a huge piece of discipleship is I want to be a a discipler. Um, and I want to be around those who disciple, who are wooing me into Mm. a deeper love of Jesus and awe that God would reveal himself to us. Um, but not a stick of, Cause that's not
1: God, that's not His right? Heart. Right, so. right, and we're changed over time, right? Like, for sure, uh, that like just because you become a, and I think that's where like a lot of discipleship can get lost because mm. you're like, Well, I said I believe the Bible, and you know, you know, I go to church, and but I but I, I just don't really pay attention to like the little stuff, mm. I get caught up in the details when the details are what can really like slowly choke you out of like your faith it's like that carbon monoxide poisoning like it may not be detectable until you bring another person who's like there's a weird smell in here or like you seem sick why are, why do you seem sick mm-hmm. do you know what i'm trying to get out oh like, i see what you're saying like, like those little the everyday
0: de- the details of our lives that when we're like if we're in a church setting or we hear from the scriptures go oh i i don't want to get caught up in that it's just about that jesus loves me yeah. Yes, and all we're keeping
1: it very big mm-hmm. oh, when like I the Lord it. desire, like those little things mm-hmm. that trip us up, like yes. gossip, mm-hmm. like sure. watching things that are, that follow us around in our minds mm-hmm. on TV, like who we subscribe to that feeds our materialism yeah. on social medias, like mm-hmm. all those things we don't mm-hmm. often look at as discipleship opportunities, Cute, but they are. But they actually absolutely are.
2: Yeah, because life and scripture absolutely collide in ways that are Mm life-giving. So it's all of it. So it has Mm -hmm. to be holistic. And that's what I mean by holistic. Yeah, Yeah, right Mm -hmm. on.
0: Well, and I think it it even speaks more to like our heart in this podcast of like, it can be easy to make. Um, Christianity like very heady and just like above like it hovers above us Mm. when in reality like if you do care about like the actual things like the way God is calling us to live life Mm. it is on the ground in the dirt messy street
2: level yes street level
0: but Mm -hmm. I think in in order to not feel that accountability sometimes we pull it up so that we don't have to Engage in those types of conversations, Mm -hmm. Um, because it's such a lose
2: lose. Mm -hmm. Because we we lose we lose the chance for it to hit the street level. We lose the chance to be changed and be in awe of God. Yes, then we're mad because life's not
0: working. Mm -hmm. Yes,
2: such a lose lose, and so it's so sad. So I just I cringe when discipleship. Is very formulaic and head, and primarily just
0: theology, a bunch of rules yeah. <laughs> that we mm. follow,
2: or or just deep uh, theological thought that doesn't hit the street. So I'm always right. thinking, okay, how do we? My my pastor's is in practical theology. How do we? How mm. does how does deep truth
0: yes. hit
2: the ground? Yes, um, yeah. at the deepest levels. And if it doesn't, then we need to go back mm, and yes. restudy. study. Because if it's not causing me to love God and love my neighbor, then I've interpreted something wrong.
0: Mm, Yeah. Well, and I think that there's like, um, I don't know if it's, I'm sure it's always been this way. So I don't want to even call it a trend, but um, I feel like I've had a few instances recently where when someone is then called to street level, Mm -hmm. it feels um, like you have now like um, entered my space. Like you're exposing me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or, so then yeah. it becomes like you're hurting me yeah. kind of thing when, mm. when really accountability is really, really messy yeah. and it's going to require that like, I know you and you know me mm-hmm. and we are tied to each other because we believe that God has called us yep. to a relationship that is on the ground in the mess and that the kingdom For of sure. heaven is found in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then that means that I'm going to call you out on your stuff mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, to me as well. For sure. But I, I think, think that, that we don't, don't like that, Obviously, we don't, don't like that. that. Nope. And then, but then it becomes, like, a bigger thing. Like, you're, now mm-hmm. you've hurt me. Mm-hmm. Or you've exposed me. Mm-hmm. You know, fill in the blank. I don't know if you guys have had experiences with, like that before. but
1: Yeah, because I think, like, and I think, like, as those who need to disciple. And I would love to hear how you have done this. Because I know you have. Um, and as one who has been... In intentional relationship with you, I have had this happen between us, so I know the mm-hmm. answer to this question already. But I think you're masterful at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we are like invited into an intentional relationship with someone, I think the way we address the spec matters. Yes, so, for sure. So so much. So how do you, Patty? Like what? Like when you know? Like you can see a pattern, mm-hmm. right? You can see a pattern of behavior. You can see a pattern of whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, how do I help this person trip over the truth?
2: Yeah. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you my ideal and I'd fail, which (laughs) is why I love that we fall on the gospel, right? Mm -hmm. In this discipleship Mm -hmm. process where no one, none of us have all the spiritual gifts like Jesus. And none of us are going to disciple like Jesus, but we all get to follow Jesus. Mm.
0: right? Mm -hmm.
2: So, but my, my ideal is to ask questions Mm. and to get the person if at all possible to come to that aha on their own a okay. couple reasons it sticks more when we come to it on our own yeah. there's less shame um, when we're on our own and we're not shame is not a great motivator um, so I'm gonna try to elicit questions and also remember that I might have it wrong yeah that spec might be bigger or smaller than I think it is. And um and it might be the might not be the true spec, right? So if I see anger happening in somebody I'm discipling with maybe with their children, their spouse, Mm. I'm gonna before I go right after, hey, (laughs) I'm gonna ask some questions. How are you doing? What's going on? Mm. Because there might be something under the anger like fear or abuse Mm. or it doesn't make the anger right, but it certainly doesn't make it the primary door I want to walk through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try, ideally, um, to ask questions. One thing that I have noticed is when that doesn't work, and um, and I have had to be really direct, I'm always blown away by people's teachability. Mm. Like I think I could, I don't know if I can handle that, but I I've always been so amazed at how how fearful I've been about it, and yet, mm. in the end, most people have been grateful and humble, and they have wrecked me. You like personally, like, yeah. I hope when I'm confronted, or addressed, or I'm asked hard questions, I wanna be like you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
2: know, I'm just more in awe of, um, it, it's rarely gone badly, it has gone badly, but anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, but answer I answer to your question think that that,
2: questions, asking
0: questions. Yeah, I think that speaks, too, to, like, your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and, like, that healthy Hope fear so. of the Lord mm-hmm. of, like, okay, like, Jesus, you have entrusted me with this relationship. You, I know you're calling me out into this deeper water um, of addressing this with clarity and directness. Like, would you have it? Like yeah. you go before me. Yeah. yeah. And That's I true. think often sometimes at least my personality, if I'm heated, I will go before the Lord. No problem. Like <laughs> with no problem. And I will jump out in front of ahead of him. Um, and so to me, what I hear in you is like, okay, I'm going to get behind you, Jesus, let you lead the way. So. And I will just, hopefully the words that flow from my mouth would just be your heart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. with, and Jesus is, clear he is clarity yeah so being able to just step in line with what he already wants to do
1: yeah uh, I think too like when we're we're we've talked about discipleship as intentional relationship um and like linked with like the word of God but I I, what I also have experienced um is that when someone approaches me um or when I've had to approach someone with with intentional questions is that the answer you thought I was going to give? By yes. By? Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, that it also build. it's continuing to build trust. Mm. So that in the future, mm. um, I know that I can confess things mm. and that I'm not going to, because I've been in relationships with people, people have, they've wanted to call something out, but they won't say it. Mm. But they're, they're focused on something specific. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to say right here. I don't know what the right answer is. I will say it, but I don't know what you're trying to get at. It's always the right answer. Just tell me what you think. (laughs) Um, But that doesn't create a culture, even in that relationship, of like vulnerability, of accessibility. Safety. Yes. It doesn't create that. It creates like, oh, I've got to have the right answer for her. Right. Got to have the right answer here. Or Right. the right response and if I don't they're going to see me a certain way Um,
2: that's why curiosity has to be so huge we have to be, one of my profs in school was always like when it comes to suffering and even sin go in as an agnostic like go Mm. in not Mm. being certain Mm. and then the second piece is also being aware that you are capable far worse than what you are confronting (laughs) like you have the seed within your own heart and so if I ever am feeling like Ooh, I would never do. Right. And I'm not the right person to go. I I just have okay. to sit in the dust and ash and talk to Jesus a bit, a bit about that. Yeah, yeah, but that's good. so to go in knowing that whatever this person is wrestling with, I could do 10 times worse yeah. at any given time, at any given moment. It's right. Circumstance. I have that same seed and I, I am fallible and I may be wrong. My mm-hmm. diagnostic might be way off. So mm-hmm. then my prescription is going to be super bad. Yeah. Um, so you want to be, yeah, as much of an agnostic as you can when, when you're doing that. Then, then the hard part comes, right? When it's really obvious and you really do need to. But if I can't weep over it and weep with them, mm-hmm. I also don't want to go.
3: Oh, that's, so good. That's really good, too. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Carpooligans? Everyone these days has a podcast, even us. Do you want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and earn money all in one place for free. Say what? It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. We've been using Spotify for Podcasters since the very beginning. I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. You have raised
0: Four children, yes, they are grown. They have raised me, they have raised <laughs> you. They are grown. They're, um, they're and such we, amazing humans. when Alex and Shauna and I were talking about this discipleship series, it really mattered to us to talk about discipleship in our homes, mm-hmm. um, as they are literally God given little disciples yes, they <laughs> that are. God gives they us, us and, everywhere that yes. the world would love to disciple. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. And so I think for us, we're really curious is that how is discipleship in your home different than what you do? Because you've been in church settings, leadership positions. Um, you've been paid in some circumstances mm-hmm. to <laughs> mentor. <Sure. laughs> so mm-hmm. how, how's that different? What makes it special and unique to disciple the kids God has given you,
2: man. I think just having that access, mm. um, constant access and proximity, and not just my my having access to them, but them having access to me. Mm. I can remember, uh, especially Emmeline, my youngest. Man, she has a you know a hypocrisy a BS monitor that goes overdrive, <laughs> <Uber laughs> and I love that about her. Like okay. she can spot a phony <laughs> a mile away, a poser. And so, um, especially with her, but with all my kids having the opportunity to say, am I, am I the same person? Mm. So it's made me emotional. Am I the same person at home um, that you see me teach, that you see me profess that you do? I, and if you ever see anything in me, that's inconsistent, I want you, I need you to tell me Mm. one of the things I realized during youth ministry, which really prepared me for motherhood, is that kids were incredibly resilient with parenting that is imperfect mm. and even fails when it's owned. Mm. But what I saw with most of my teens that left the church that college age was hypocrisy. Ugh. That was the greatest killer, and I think it's a huge piece of the deconstruction movement. Yeah. So I didn't want my kids, I wanted my kids to know that I failed and that I could seek forgiveness and I could grow and change. Mm. Um, I never wanted my kids, and this has been a priority of Jeff too, sorry. I never wanted my kids to have a hypocrite for a parent. And I think Mm. there's a difference between hypocrisy and being frail or just being sinners, right? Mm. Hypocrisy is wearing a fake mask. We talk a lot about, well, if you don't want hypocrisy in the church, then you shouldn't go yourself. But Jesus is pretty against hypocrisy in the church. Yeah. Um, there yeah. isn't really room for it because, in def- biblical definition, hypocrisy is I know I'm lying. Mm. I am wearing a mask. I am pretending to be somebody I'm not. Mm. So. Even though I knew, maybe in my heart of hearts, I wasn't living a hypocritical life, I knew my kids—if they saw inconsistency—it could lead to hypocrisy. So, mm. does that make sense? Yeah. No? So I just had a huge invitation for that. So that was one piece of that I have loved about getting disciple my own children,
0: yeah,
2: and and then watching them become disciples of me as they grow. This is season mm. that gets to be super fun now. My kids are challenging me. Olivia was one of the ones that pushed me towards taking this job in the East Bay. Mm. My kids are now like speaking into my life, mm. the words of Jesus, the heart of Jesus. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if that was, did, did I yep. that I question? Yeah,
1: you absolutely did. Yes. beautifully. But
2: as far as discipling them, like littles and the stages and stuff, I think because of my salvation story. My heart, when Austin was born, my first, was, yes, you, I'm going to disciple you, but so is the community. And I'm not going to just disciple you. You're going to come with me as I disciple others. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted my kids to think the world revolved around them. Yeah. Um, I didn't want my kids to, to see us worship family um, because the family of God is much bigger. So early on, I was working with teen mothers. I dragged Austin everywhere I went um, discipling teen moms and he played with their children. I wanted my kids always to see that we are part of a, our family is part of a larger family. Mm -hmm. We are part of something greater than ourselves. Um, so my kids, when I homeschool them, they'll joke and say, you car schooled, you church schooled, you (laughs) (laughs) you park schooled, you, um, so that was a big part of discipleship is I wanted them to be discipled by others. I wanted them to watch me disciple and be discipled. Mm. Um, that that would help shape shape them. That it, you know, even when in the years I did homeschool, it wasn't because I was holding up. And you know, my kids are my my kids are my only ministry. I, I just mm. have always pushed against that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think that, that would be healthy be for my children.
3: children. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I wanted them to see a, a world that's broken and what Jesus brings to yeah.
0: it. Yeah. What um, on this side of parenting now that they're grown? Mm-hmm. Have you, like, have there been cons that have come from that as well or negatives that have come from that, that have maybe risen to the surface?
2: Yeah, I would say the con Mm. is, I I think when I was talking with Olivia, um, my third child, second daughter, about a transition in ministry and when I was going back to school and Mm. and I'm just kind of dreaming about what would be next. She says, you know, mom, I'd really like you to have a position where you don't have you're not accessible 24 seven hmm. and that was an ouch yeah she said i'd love to, i'd love for you to be able to turn it off at night yeah and that broke my heart and Ooh. i and it remi- reminded me of times when i would walk in the house and i would look at the kids and i would turn off my phone and they'd clap and i was like oh i think i went too far hmm. of being so accessible to to those i was you know discipling or mm. um that my kids, there might have been times that they, and I asked her about it. And she said no, I, I yeah. wouldn't change the way you raised us. But there is there the con or the caution, you know, if I was talking to if was talking to my younger me is, um, you need to set some more limits, mm-hmm. and your kids are seeing it, Patty. Yeah. Relax. They see that you you they see that they're about the world. You know, mm. um, you don't need to go quite that far. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the con. The pro is they are all about community and yeah. they're about um, moving outside just their own individual couple or family. Yeah. Um, so the con is I'm seeing them live that out and the other i mean, the other pro. And the other pro is all the people they've gotten to meet. Yes. Like the people that have been in our homes and the people that that have mentored them, like Shauna with one of my kids. Mm. Because of my engagement with the community other yes. people have been engaged with my children so
1: yes.
2: they've seen god work in weird and crazy places <laughs> they've had access to people that they wouldn't have had access to mm. um they've seen god work in different kinds of ministries mm. um, but for sure there's a con and yeah some of that's my own junk yeah of just feeling the urgency yeah. too much, over responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an unhealthy too on the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I certainly have those seasons that are super unhealthy, and I think yeah. you need to save the world. And yeah, um, yeah. And that's where they disciple me now. Yeah, like mom,
0: mom, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. You got it. And I ask because I can. That's my leaning. Is I'll tend to the urgency takes over. Mm-hmm. Um, and the needing to be all things to all people can take yeah. over. That's I can definitely lean that way. And so um, I ask because it's like, okay, how do you prepare? You know, mm-hmm. in my stage with Littles, like, um, I love what you said about limits and, like, being able to say yes, like, letting your yes be a good yes yep. uh-huh. um, and being really clear on your no's. I think that that's Super such helpful. a good practical takeaway.
2: And it yeah. is something I did invite them into as part of the – Inconsistency conversation is, you know, especially with my youngest, mm. do you feel like you're not getting enough of me? Mm. And, and we have a pretty good relationship. I think my kids all feel like they could tell me that. Do you, are you feeling neglected mm. in any of this? And, um, and having that be a conversation, I mean, we have to be careful when they're really little because, you know,
0: yeah, they'll so never all kinds of know. crazy stuff. Of- <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but, but being able to, you know, to yeah. say, are you getting enough from me? Mm. Are you feeling like you're not as important? I mean, I wanted my kids to always know that I yeah. love them more than everybody else in the world. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Do yeah. You, are you clear that you are, I love you best? And mm. yes. Do you, are you experiencing that from me? Are you feeling it? And, yeah. Right. Um, can you taste it, touch it? Mm. Yeah. So That's we good. would have those conversations. There was one time when I actually was contemplating resigning from a vocational being on a church staff. Years ago, because uh, of a season of life we were in with with one of our kids, and I just mm-hmm. said, "You know what? I think I need to step back." Mm-hmm. And it was a teen, and that particular child was like, "Oh no, 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 no! That's not what I need."
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: but I think it meant something that I that I was open, were,
0: were, you were willing, yeah, willing to,
2: and I really yeah. was willing. Yeah, like in some ways, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, peace out." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for a break. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think those are the hard conversations. of that is back to that uniqueness of our children is that 24 seven access. And we are forming their view of who God is. And I never want mm. my kids to see God is too busy for them.
0: Mm. Yeah. Sorry. no. Oh my
2: goodness, all the emotion. And-
0: I love it. <laughs> hey y'all, this conversation is getting good and we hope you're loving it. When you engage with what we do, it helps us bring even more amazing guests and topics to the car. So get involved. Your support means everything to us. Continued prayer, leaving us a review, answering our poll questions, or subscribing to the pod all add up in a huge way. We are so grateful we get to do this. Consider supporting us in a financial way through a monthly donation. Stick with us and find out more at the end of this episode about how you can get involved. Let's keep it rolling.
1: All right, so Patty, I think we've got got some real nuggets about discipling. Um, I'd love to throw in a complicator. Okay. And here, just like, let's like talk about that. Um, So for, because we're all women, (laughs) we're going to speak from that vantage point. Um, So if you are a woman who, like, I want to disciple my kids well. I want to be involved in women that are a little bit younger than me and... Um, have women in my life that are a little older than me I am all in on discipleship but maybe there's a spouse for the for the husbands that are feeling this way um maybe there's a spouse that's just is like I'm actually just good with going to church on Sunday if that maybe they're an unbeliever um, and maybe they're just like you know I don't I don't support this
0: hmm.
1: um, or like I kind of am unplugged you know how do you how do we how do you? How do we navigate that? <laughs> hmm. You know, it's such a tough situation.
2: I kind of want to lob that back to you too, but um, <laughs> so jump in. I think one of the, one of the things um, there's a study done. So my kid, my oldest, is military, and uh, he's an Air Force pilot. And there's a lot of studies done on these families that move every three years. You mm. know what happens mm-hmm. to the children? And there's a direct link to how the mom handles moves and her attitude to how well kids adjust in their experience. So they, they look back, kids whose moms thought it was a great adventure and really believed in the mission, um, their kids were like, yeah, it was cool. We lived in, you know, 20 states. Um, kids whose moms really wrestled and complained and understandably were like, uh, it was an Air Force brat. Never mm. got to make friends. Uh, mm. And I think there's a correlation in my experience of walking with a lot of women in uh, marriages where they're married to a non-believer or um, an uninvolved believer or just been on different pages theologically on some things is how do we respond and do we identify and love the things we do see in our spouse? And are we, are we promoting those and speaking those in front of our children? Um, Rather than identifying maybe where a a dad or a husband isn't as engaged or isn't doing what I want him to do or what I think he needs to do, first of all, break down the spiritual anxiety. that you can have the most awesome mm-hmm. discipling dad and have kids go off the rail. Yes. And you can have a atheistic dad and have kids change the world for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. bring down the spiritual anxiety for one thing. I think that's a huge piece. That huge piece. Huge. When you just said
1: that word spiritual anxiety, you I was better?
2: like, <laughs> I know I felt mm-hmm. better too. Because I really messed, messed with Jeff. I can share about that if you want. Matt, <laughs> just thinking we had to do it a certain way. Mm. And here's the thing. A lot of these things we think Christian husbands should be doing, and dads is very cultural. Yes, mm-hmm. it's not in Scripture. So yes, so let's mm-hmm. stop and breathe. First of all, remember we have a sovereign God who has a plan for our children. Mm-hmm. Our children will respond to God um, individually, and they will be accountable to God individually. Gosh. We get to be part of it, and we will we will be held accountable for every careless word, and we will mm-hmm. be rewarded for all the things we we were intentional about. But at the end of the day, our, we don't get our kids into heaven and we don't send our kids to hell. So, I mean, yep, right? stop so for the brave, steps. Bring yes. down the anxiety. <laughs> Step number yes. one, yes. Mm. let your husband be who he is for right now.
1: Oh, how do you love that?
2: We need to woo these men, not shame them. And that's the other part I really wrestle with, with some of the evangelical, air quotes, um, messages we're sending to men and women about marriage and family life is that we are, there's a lot of shame
0: yes. going
2: on there. Yes. And I think there's some men who don't lead their children much and spiritually or don't speak of spiritual things, who are fearful to pray out loud with their wives mm-hmm. because they don't think they're going to do it right. Mm.
1: Yes. We put
2: all this pressure on them. Yeah. So, Making, making the, the spiritual conversations super accessible to our husbands, I think is one thing. Um, identifying the positive in them and saying that in front of them and yes. the children, like your dad's a good man, mm-hmm. your dad's an honest man. Mm-hmm. Aren't you grateful that you have a daddy who, who works so hard for us? Those mm-hmm. kinds of spaces and conversations can invite an uninvolved Um, or even an unbelieving husband to go, oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can participate. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're all going to be reading the Chronicles of Narnia. I can read a chapter. You know, so they just get invited in slowly and in ways that are not shameful. Yes. I think there's a lot of men who are fear of failure is keeping them uninvolved. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wish we'd cool down this message of headship and leading because there's a lot of baggage with it. And we could partner. What mm-hmm. if we partnered with our kids mm-hmm. instead of So for well, years? Our
0: leadership like, you know. comes out so culturally, right? Like right? our yeah. understanding and definition of leadership changes with the times. Like right. yep. especially, especially like, like gender, gender leadership. leadership. Like, like leadership in, like with gender. For sure. Um it it changes. So yeah. when yeah, when words yeah. are thrown around like that, like yeah. be the head of your home, have, have your like, like, you know, have your family devotionals. if you don't
2: leave family doesn't lead the family devotionals family the dad shepherd all that stuff Mm -hmm. yeah we need to be Mm -hmm. jeff was not a big i pushed hard in our early years of marriage like we need to pray together every night and you need to lead family devotionals Mm. and and i was so focused on what he was not doing that i completely missed what he was doing Mm. Mm -hmm. And he was just having conversations on the way, yes. you know, mm. he was, he was doing like the city catechisms in the morning and I'm like, but you're not praying with us. Like, what are you thinking, Patty? And he had integrity and mm. you know, he was doing secular music with our kids <laughs> and trying to find the Christian story in it mm. versus Christian music. Yeah. And you know, my anxiety because of being a new believer, um, I really hurt Jeff many mm. times and I had to seek his forgiveness and learn the hard way. Like, why don't I identify what he does too?
1: And Yeah. Uh, I think it there's go. there's so mm-hmm. much like trusting God in that too that like so if you like were to look at it and like spread it out on the table mm-hmm. and say like, Okay, God gave me this spouse mm-hmm. And gave me to this spouse, right? Because mm-hmm. there are times, like in my own marriage, where I've had to push against Sean, and I'm like, we know, and, and I'm the same way. I have such spiritual anxiety. When he said that, I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> that I would say, oh, this is how it needs to look in our house, and um, and I get a- ahead of the Lord, and I'm like, this is where we're going, mm-hmm. and you know, and he's just, and he'll, he'll, thank God, he pushes back on me, yeah, um, and that's God's mercy to me mm-hmm. to have given me a spouse that's like, hey maybe just chill out a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do a, you know, two day, you know, no social media, no phone fast as a family mm-hmm. because you read an article.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause maybe. that's what I'll do.
2: Maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's like, maybe, maybe we just do like- You need to write the other article. Six hours. <laughs> maybe we just do
1: that. And I'm like, that's that sounds like a quitter response. <laughs> yeah. But like instead to see like you know when he's having when he's like making up silly yeah. songs in the car with the girls and like creating these memories and yes you know like that's that's the way discipleship comes out in in Sean yes. and
2: to identify it and to yeah. thank God for it. I think the flip side of that the 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 reason I brought up the example of the military is. When you' when you're when you're married to someone who's maybe even antagonistic mm. or is pushing back or you know won't let you homeschool maybe when you think you need to because the kid will be screwed up if you don't you know whatever those mm. things are that how we respond to a hard marriage is powerful for our children yeah. because life is going to be hard for them and people always think they have to have this perfect marriage um, that just you know the whole Genesis one and two thing. Hmm. Um, or their kids will be messed up. And hmm. honestly, God is in not a good marriage with us. And yet he keeps <laughs> chasing us. So, so where there's not good marriages, where where a marriage isn't functioning, you know, ideally, we have a chance, husband or wife, whichever one is, is, is suffering, we have a chance to model for our kids how to suffer well. Hmm. Yes. How do we run to Jesus? How do we return good for evil? Um, and not evil for evil. Oops, How do we yeah. forgive? How do we help our kids pray? You know, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. daddy is really dealing with some really hard things, we, we pray, mm-hmm. but we love him and we stay committed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we, that's a, again, that spiritual anxiety. If my kids yeah. don't have a dad who loves Jesus or is a dad who's even, my dad was more antagonistic. Mm-hmm. And, but the way my mom responded to him in front of us children I think prepared me for other hard relationships. Mm. She prepared me to how to, how to do hard relationships. Mm -hmm. That's discipleship, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's another great disciple. It's not great. It's not easy. And and my heart is heavy for women who have to walk that road. And clearly if there's any kind of abuse going on or addiction or things like that, get, get help. Yes. Get people in your world um, Mm -hmm. to come alongside you. Mm
1: -hmm. I would say that is like a wisdom sandwich right there is like, Like get help. Like if you are feeling frustrated in the yokedness of marriage, Mm -hmm. um, invite people in. invite people in because you might have spiritual anxiety that the Lord is trying to weed out in your own heart, Mm -hmm. or there may be steps that you need to take. You may need things properly labeled for you that have just felt so normal, yes. that are not in God's plan, that are not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might need
0: mm-hmm. guidance you new
2: eyes to see that. Yeah.
1: But I mm-hmm. think
0: that there's so much wisdom in like there's, especially in the cultural moment that we live in, so many marriages that feel restless because they're not doing enough or they should be doing this or my husband's not doing this and I should be acting this way we are mm-hmm. shooting all, all over ourselves all over ourselves like all over ourselves and then then I'm just discon- you know now we're discontent and I'm not happy yes. with you and now, now you're bitterness angry. and mm. all over like yes. full bitterness trees are growing in our hearts because mm. we listened to a podcast that said I should be doing this exactly.
1: and we like we've put up fences we've put up fences we don't have to look at our own stuff we're like and we've like spiritualized it, right? So now we're the spiritual abusers, absolutely saying like, if you were a better Christian, if you were a better leader, I wouldn't have to yeah. yell at you all the time, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like
0: that's and just not true. Turn
2: out this way, it's going to be all your fault.
0: All your fault. Mm-hmm. How many like, marriages, mm-hmm. wives are suffering in silence because of that? Period. Like way
2: too many. Just that. Way too many. And so, mm-hmm. who's getting the victory? The mm-hmm. devil, right? Because that's And men, exactly. what
1: like want? I. I work in a recovery yeah. ministry yeah, and yes. like, like the, the amount of testimonies that we hear, pornography is almost always a part of that. Mm-hmm. And I think it is such an accessible, secret release, release and from feel like all familiar. of this. That's right. Yes. I'm, always, I'm accepted. always accepted. I'm always I'm adored.
2: Always Doesn't justify yeah. it, but it does give us an indicator. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I feel like every move I make, I'm going to fail at home. Yes. I'm gonna go look for a way to succeed. It'll be work. Yeah. It'll be pleasure. It'll be okay. money. I have to figure out how. Yeah. How to be successful. But if yeah. you, they feel they're successful at home. Yeah. That can be that can be really healing. Yes. So. Be really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So find something, man. Yes. Find yeah. something to honor that dude and celebrate him. Yes. As invite me, people in. My husband told me about ten years into marriage. He's like, you know what? Really, I was so grateful he did this. You know what really um, excite You know, blesses. I don't know what word he used. You know, thrills and whatever. I don't know Jump words. But <laughs> it was when you celebrate me,
0: mm-hmm. and he
2: had had some new, like I don't know, I don't know what he had accomplished, but I kind of made a big deal out of it. To dinner. Cake or something. I can't remember what I did. Probably lingerie. Ha! ha. Anyway, um, he's <laughs> like, I just, when you celebrate mm. when I've done something, mm. that means the world to me. Mm. It's, it's like, how easy is that to do? Yeah. Like, mm. you yeah. Know? So you get a promotion or you yeah. change jobs or you, yeah. you know, or even you just, yeah, I don't know. Yep. And for build some, something in the backyard. And I don't for know, I
0: some know. men, even saying that, like, even saying, like, you know what really excites me is when you celebrate me. That's the win is that that you would share really how you feel. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, but isn't it also like the biggest gift that you know that now and you yeah. heard that?
2: Yeah. I wish I would have asked because yes. we could
0: ask. Yeah. When
2: do you feel loved by me?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When
2: do you feel successful in our marriage? When do you feel good about your fatherhood? Tell yeah. me what those are. I mean, we yeah. can ask those questions of some yeah. men. Some would probably look us with a blank stare and, <laughs> and have to think about it, and process. And others might have it right on the tip of their tongue, dying yes, to tell you. Ready it's, to go. Right? Yeah, that's ready right. To go, just waiting for you to ask. Yes, you know?
0: I think the biggest takeaway <laughs> from this is just be honest. Yes, for sure. Like an honesty fosters intimacy, like, yes. and it will create that safety in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Matt and I have been doing like a deep dive on like the idea of quote unquote biblical marriage. Mm-hmm. It's made for some very spicy conversations, mm-hmm. but <laughs> well, I, I want to be in one of love. the <laughs> things that we've talked about is that the height of intimacy uh-huh. is not sex. Uh-uh. It is friendship, It is. Yeah. deep knowing friendship where I can look you in the face and know exactly what you're thinking. Yeah, that
2: kind of feels some great sex. That's too, right. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: one feeds the
2: other.
1: It, it does.
0: does. Yeah. But we get so caught up in the shoulds and the have-nots and mm-hmm. the the bitterness and the resentment that we forget that we were friends. Yes. A
2: person made and got yes. The image, who yes. He loves. There's yes. always. Something beautiful there. If they're yes. a believer, there's a saint there. If they're not a believer yet, there's still the image of God. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how? Yeah. Anyway, we could go yeah. on. Yeah. Like at we one could. point,
1: we looked at that person and we're like, "Can't live without you." We have to make <laughs> a legal agreement so that we never have to spend another day apart <laughs> that we don't want to. You know, like right. Yes. That's what happened. Yeah. Yes. Like that's that's marriage, it was right? There. It was there. We we're like, we're not doing this apart anymore. Like, yeah. I like you so much.
2: Without yeah. <laughs> you, I yeah. mean. It is not good for man to be alone, right? That goes both ways. And I think even with an uninvolved, even an unbelieving Mm -hmm. spouse, as long as, you know, it's healthy. There's healthiness there. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. they're still bringing something to the discipleship. That's right. They're bringing it. Yeah. They are. So identify it.
0: So So good. They are. Party. Oof. Yes.
2: Party down. Gosh.
0: We could literally go on and on on that subject alone. I love that we we will have to with Jeff. We did not even plan on talking about marriage. No, we did Just FYI. We're going
2: to do a discipleship and marriage with Jeffrey Crone.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, Get yeah. Jeff in the car. I love it. Yeah, he's briefer <laughs> and, more, and far more
2: profound. So that will be fun.
0: So good. Patty, thank you so much. We have two more questions. Okay. Our yeah. last two questions.
2: All the hard ones are over? The hard oh. ones are
0: over. They're a little punny. Okay. What is fueling your tank right now? Mm -hmm. It can be serious, it can be silly. What Mm -hmm. is giving Mm -hmm. you life?
2: You know, probably anytime I get to connect with my adult kids, Mm. I just adore them. And and again, they're discipling me now. So Mm. I think it really does fuel my tank Mm. to connect with my grown kids, all four of them, including Aubrey, this season of of commuting a little bit. I haven't had as much time with Aubrey. And so even her silence Hmm. and her sweet presence, it, it, it really does. Maybe, maybe part of it too, is it reminds me that I'm just a mom, you know, when you're doing a job that there's a lot of responsibility to, Hmm. um, you just get back to your people and you're like, Oh yeah, I just get to be me. Yeah. And that's enough for you, especially for mm. Aubrey. She just smiles at everything. So, okay. <laughs> My people, Jeff, for so sure. Good. For sure. Jeff's a tank fueler.
3: Mm.
1: Good. Good. Last question, Shawna. The last question, again, serious or silly. Okay. Um, what is one thing that you can't leave home without?
2: I did today, and I'm just so regretting it. It's, oh, do tell! Sparkle water. <gasps> oh. oh God, a sparkle Angry Water. What? Anyway, yeah. Like it's a, a bubbly. bubbly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Do you have a favorite brand?
1: Because I feel like sparkly actually, water people, they can get real loyal. Like, no, that is bad.
2: <laughs> you know, I have favorite flavors more than, brown, okay. than brand. Okay. Okay. So I'm a grapefruit nut. So, oh, yeah. Grapefruit sparkling water.
1: Moose. Pump Okay, so
2: give me LaCroix. Actually, I love Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. Just okay. to, you know, the, yeah. the big they one. have good ones. good one, yes. And, you know, I go a big, big one a day. I heard you can get into trouble if you do too much sparkling water, like it really? can do something to your heart. Oh. I should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if it really can harm your heart. Oh, no. Dead, but I'm fine. So, whatever it is, I have the genetic component to oh, fight it. <laughs> it's because you're naturally bubbly. Sparkly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sparkle. Yeah. You know, I do
1: have a saying if you can't can't put glitter on it, put bubbles in
2: it. Well, there yeah. we go. I'm not <laughs> a big glitter. I'm more of a plain jane but really? i do so the, so that works for me yeah <laughs> my sparkle is in my water yes <laughs> yeah it's it's just it, oh, it, my, it, it, it's a it's a it's a don't leave home without oh my gosh my four-year-old
0: calls it spicy water oh,
2: spicy love it. i love water. all the words we have for
0: it and because... i love that
2: kids think it's soda now like my grands yes. think it's soda and it makes me the so best mean. i would have given my kids that soda oh yeah they my fabulous. girls think they're getting a
0: treat they're like a
2: spicy
1: water.
0: I get to have spicy
2: water. Like, yes. I, spicy water?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I oh
1: love how goodness. they have little like names for stuff. Right. Like we were babysitting. Emma and I were babysitting at Grace's house. Emma was babysitting. I was taking up space. <laughs> I was just she there to work the fire extinguisher. Should it need be. <laughs> um, and like she, Emma comes and she's like, mom, Sailor's asking for creamy milk. Oh yeah, isn't all milk creamy? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oat milk. I was like, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and she's like, you know, the creamy milk. And she's just saying it over and poor over. Poor Bubby. Like, like the more she says it, oh. we're we're finally going to get it. And we're just like, I poor honey. For oh. a whole thing of milk. she's like, yeah, that's it. Oh, she tastes it. Like no, that's
0: not it. Yeah. And oh, oat milk.
1: No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it was it, oat milk. Now we,
0: know. Yeah. Yes. now we know. Yes, so funny. Oh, Patty, okay. okay. thank you it's so much. Love it. We are so grateful for your yes. wisdom, Patty. If people wanted to connect with you, how could they? How would they do oh, that?
2: They could do that through social media. You could yeah. message me. I'm Patty P. Crone. Perfect. Um For Instagram, you could uh, email. I don't know what. what are the ways? No, to that's work? great. Does that work. That's don't perfect.
0: We'll yeah. link your Instagram in our show notes.
2: Yeah, and you can put my my work email at Patty at threecrosses.church. Oh. Um, would love to. Would love to connect. Yeah love it that would be great and thank you guys for what you're doing this is so cool and when I when I got to read like your target audience like that is my jam yeah Yeah. let's let's just go after women and let's all get super uncomfortable for (laughs) jeannie I feel like that's in a nutshell what you're after and I love it because that's where flourishing is so
1: also we do have a, a handful of carpooling in men yeah Perfect. shout out ben. and i don't
2: want to i don't want to leave them That'll leave grow. them out that's for
1: sure i've got one region leader i don't want to call him up by name but like go <laughs> who you are go ahead. and he listens faithfully <laughs> first name starts with s <laughs> and he I listens ask. faithfully and he is a huge fan and i am so delighted that he actually listens to our our shenanigans in this car.
2: Okay, as uh, so let's let's uh, both work together and get Jeff on. we we'll get yes, uh, get a little yes. chaos throughout yep. the car.
0: Bye. All right, carpool again. Adios. Oh, I love that carpool. <laughs> I love that. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: You've been listening to Carpool Theology. We hope this episode is encouraging, fun, and challenging for you as you walk with Jesus and your community. If you loved what you heard today, we invite you to join our genius team of monthly supporters for as little as $3 to $5 a month. You can support Carpool Theology. We are committed to bringing authentic, honest, side-by-side conversations about faith in a fun setting like a drive around town. Click the link in our show notes or on our Instagram page at carpool-theology to start supporting us today. Thanks, fam. We'll see you in the car.